Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons all right so the group is getting larger sort of uh jean-claude pierre paul ophelia the two of you are of course uh, of course joined by thucydides but jean-claude is also being possessed by necro sorrow a hobgoblin who once ruled over this tower and was slain in it a long time ago but i uh, a white has struck Thucydides, and so uh, his maximum hit points have gone down, essentially by the damage he took, is how that works. Well, great. So, do we have time to rest? Like, a quick, take a short rest? Will that help him out? Uh, Necrosaro says, he says, Normally, it would take a day's rest, but here in the Shadowfell, that kind of damage will stay until he's out of this dimension. Great. Uh, how are you looking on spells there, Ophelia? Uh, I'm still okay. Okay. <sighs> hmm. All right. I'm, a, I'm running... Uh, I'm, I'm not at full strength, and my key points are lower than I would like them to be. Do you want to sit for a minute? Uh, so short rest is what, an hour? An hour. Okay. Do you think we have time to sit here for an hour and kind of rest up a bit? Whatever that is on the floor above you, you think it's a little too large to get down, you know, to your floor. So presumably, yeah, you, you guys should right. be safe for a bit. I, I say we take a rest before we go tackle whatever's up there. Okay. And so you guys right. have an hour. Uh, you guys can... Pass it in silence. Uh, you guys can fast forward, of course, but uh, otherwise you have Necrosaro here, this weird hobgoblin ghost wizard uh, that feasibly you can try to pull information from if you can. Uh, if you guys would like to ask him questions, you're more than welcome to. Necrosaro, do you know anything about the pauldrons in this tower? No, they must have been left after I was slain. And Thucydides speaks up and he says, uh, well, that would have been around 40, 45 years ago. So if you were killed 50 years ago, that stands to reason. So do you not have any knowledge of what's going on in the tower like today in the in the in our realm? No, when I was slain, my soul was 
taken to another place. This tower is one I merely commandeered. My workshop is nearly a world away. Where's that at? My tower resides far, far to the south of this continent. What brought Where you here? Yeah. I needed to come back here for one of the sources of power that I need. What is the source of power? Uh, roll persuasion. Okay. Uh, 19. Uh, with a 19, uh, Necrosaro doesn't answer you. Can you tell us what it looks like? Maybe we can help you find it. Oh, I know exactly where it is. Don't you worry about that. What if it's gone? I'll have to deal with that if it occurs. Okay, fair enough. So what do you think uh, is above us? What's it, what's it sound like to you? Sounds heavy. If I didn't know any better, I would swear that my old apprentice was up there. But I know that that is impossible. Your old apprentice? What was it, what, your old apprentice was large? My old apprentice was a young dragon known as Botulism Bloodbane. Oh, you don't say. Indeed. If you guys want, you can roll history on who Botulism Bloodbane might be. 23. Uh, 14. With a 14, you know that he is a dragon of the Bloodbane family uh, who has risen to great power. Uh, with a 23, you know that Botulism Bloodbane spent time in this region probably about 50 years ago. Uh, he uh, is known for having attacked the uh, uh, School of Magic uh, in Rayburn Falls about almost 50 years ago. Oh, didn't he attack a magic school at one point? It would have been after I died, so I can't say for certain. Do you know why he would do that? Uh, Necrosaro is out of the loop. He knows things that happened 50 years ago. He doesn't know things that happened in the meantime. So you know more about that event than he does. Uh, to the best I just of didn't know, like, his, like, motivations, if he knew, like, what his motivations might have been. Hungry for power. Dragons don't normally learn necromancy. Uh, you said Bloodbane, right? Indeed. Do, wait, do we know what, uh... What uh, Eucydides last name is? Uh, you don't. You've not confronted him on it, but it's presumed that he's probably a bloodbane. Okay, that's because we passed. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we think our buddy here might be a bloodbane. Is that right? And Thucydides goes, <clears throat> "Yes, I don't get along great with the family, but I can answer your questions about botulism, and bloodbane, and what he's been doing. I I know that much." Okay, fill us in. Well, uh, I didn't know who we learned necromancy from, but 50 years ago, botulism was taught necromancy. It must have been by Necrosaro here. Uh, he left this area. Uh, we're not entirely sure why. Necrosaro cuts in and says, That cravenous coward abandoned the tower. He left those warriors from the city of Squallfire come in and kill me. 
If he had stood his ground as he should have, I'd likely still be alive. And how did hmm? how did they get the jump on you? They came into the tower and botulism didn't stand his ground, so they were able to come in unabated. Oh, so you must hate botulism. Uh, roll insight. Uh, 14. Uh, for you, uh... Oh, me uh, too? Chocolate? Yeah, anybody can roll it. Okay. Uh, seven, uh, no, more than that. 22. Wow. Uh, with a 22, uh, there's a complex uh, emotion that you feel in as, as uh, 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 Necrosaro is possessing you. You think that there's more to his relationship with Botulism Bloodbane than he's saying? Uh, he seems kind of frustrated. Uh, I get a little bit more from that. Uh, you seem uh, a bit frustrated. Uh, roll persuasion. Uh, that is a 18. When I, when my soul arrived in my workshop, my soul has since been bound to botulism bloodbane. My very apprentice is now my master. Well, that's no good. Indeed. And that's why you think he's above us? No, that's why I know he cannot be above us. He's the one who sent me to this tower. Oh. So he sent you to the tower to get the thing here? Indeed. Botulism seeks power. More power than anyone should ever have. And he seeks minions that are as powerful as can be. And that's why he sent me here. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so you say you don't think it's a thing upstairs. You don't think it's botulism upstairs. What do you think it could be? Botulism trifled in very dark, draconic matters. I would not be surprised if some undead dragon made its way to this tower, allured by the research and magic that botulism was performing. Ugh, great. That's just what we need right now. Thucydides chimes in, and he says, uh, Ophelia was right that botulism attacked that school 50 years ago. Uh, I think he was seeking necr necr necromantic artifacts. Uh, but as far as that goes, uh, to the best of my knowledge, he's just been mostly doing research. I didn't know anything about him gathering power. And Necrosaro laughs. And he says, if you think that your pitiful dragon family can keep the reins on that one's thirst for power, you are sadly mistaken. And Thucydides shuts up. Great. All right. Do you have any more questions? Uh, well, wait. Thucydides, if you're a bloodbane and this armor's a family heirloom, wouldn't that also make it botulism's family heirloom? Uh, yeah, in a sense, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's a suit of armor that, you know, was created by the Bloodbane family, uh, 
So, I mean, yeah, in a sense, but if botulism left here some time ago, then, you know, he wouldn't know about the pauldrons. I guess not. I'm just worried. What if these two artifacts are the same thing? Necrosaro uh, says, he says, I can at least tell you this. The pauldrons are the last thing that botulism has requested of me. I He did not say anything about them, so your shoulder pads are safe. Well, I guess that's a relief for now. Thucydides does seem a little bit relieved. He, you don't think he wants to uh, contend with uh, Necrosaro. All right. Are we good? Uh, yeah, uh, an hour, I'm all rested up. Yeah, an hour uh, passes. Uh, spend your hit dice uh, as you yep. see fit. Uh, Lord knows Thucydides is gonna. Uh, Lord knows Thucydides is gonna. Lord knows Thucydides is gonna. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but uh, well, actually, no. Uh, he can only spend one hit dice because uh, uh, his max HP is now lowered. Uh, great. Yeah. So just so you guys know, mechanically, when a white hits you. Uh, for the same damage you took, your max HP goes down until you take a long rest. It's not great. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, not what you want to have happen. All right. Okay, well, uh, I guess he's not going to tank us anymore. Um, no, Thucydides can. If you guys feel like that's the best strategy for him to try to tank, uh, he, he's fairly agile. It's just that, you know, he doesn't have a ton of hit points. Okay. All right. Well, let's just get moving and see what happens. Uh, so you guys head over, dodge around the pillars, and you guys uh, get to the staircase, and you guys can hear the the shifting of a large form on the floor above you. All right. We should stealth up. Everyone, That's probably a good idea. Everyone make stealth checks. It is a uh, 16. 19. Uh, 23, finally. Uh, Thucydides is quiet, and the three of you guys go upstairs, and you guys see uh, what looks to be a skeletal dragon dragging its you know long tail around. Uh, and the form seems to have, you know, skeletal wings and, you know, uh, it, it sort of seems to be kind of piecemeal. It's sort of slapped together, you think, from, well, actually, make a nature check, uh, everybody. Thucydides Nine. Uh, ten. Thucydides whispers to you guys, he says, it's not the skeletal remains of one dragon, it seems to be a lot of different dragons cobbled together into that skeletal form. Well, that's weird. Its back is to you. Uh, you guys see that uh, as you poke around, the staircase goes up to this floor, and then it looks like the staircase up is on the opposite side of this staircase, like, you know, kind of attached to, like, a, a one big central pillar. And so mm -hmm. you'll have to essentially run all the way around to get up the flight of stairs to go up the next floor. Of course we do. Of course that's how this works. Ugh. Uh-huh. All right. And it, it's not big. It's too big to get up the stairs. Easily. Uh, yeah, this thing seems pretty large. You think that it would, uh, uh, it would have to squeeze down the staircase 
to get to the floor. You think it could do that. Uh, it can squeeze through, but you don't think that, like, that's its, you know, uh, you don't think it would naturally do that unless it was, like, chasing you. And how far away is the staircase? Uh, staircase is roughly around 60 feet from where you're at, looping all the way around that pillar to get to the uh, the stairs behind it. Okay. So if I double move, I could make it. You could, yeah, in one turn, for sure. Uh, though you wouldn't be stealthing, you'd essentially be running. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, but do but we want to try to stealth it first? But they can't make it. No. Hmm, tempting. <laughs> Necrosaro whispers to you and only you, Jean-Claude. He says, I don't care what happens to the others, just get me to the top floor. Abandon them if you must. I appreciate that, but uh, I think I'm going to stick here with my friends. Um, <clears throat> how far away is the dragon from us? Let's see. Uh, not super far. Its back is to you, uh, but it is probably about, like, 20 feet away. Great. Okay, so it's a skeleton, so uh -huh. bludgeoning damage will work. So me punching it is, is not a bad thing. Um, but it hits back, and that's not yes. good. Um, so piercing damage doesn't going to work great because it'll go through the bone. So arrows are kind of out. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Thucydides uh, can't do as much with his uh, short sword. Uh, but uh, let's see. What else would he have on him? Roll a dice. Uh, he has his piercing weapons. That's about it. Okay. And then Ophelia, you've got something that could knock this thing out, right? Firebolt. Oh, something. I, I, could, I could hit it with fire. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have to fight this thing in order for all of us to get over there. Um, if it's back to us, if it's, if it's back to us, does we have a surprise round if we jump out? Yeah, it is. Uh, it has not noticed you uh, from where you're at right now. So you would have surprise if you jumped out. All right. You want to surprise this thing? What do you guys think? Uh, I have one other question mechanically. The way this room is laid out, there if we tried to stealth around the room, eventually we would get to a point where we're just standing in front of it, conceivably, before we get to the stairs. Yes. Uh, a well, I mean, technically, no. You guys could try to make a, a, a break for the stairs. Uh, so it's one large pillar in this chamber. And what's interesting is this floor is open air. It's like, you know, there's no walls. It's essentially just a drop out if you wanted. Uh, so, like, you know, you guys are at yeah. the staircase. Uh, it's about, like, 20 feet away from you guys. Uh, if you looped around and tried to go on the opposite side of the pillar, you could try to sneak around it, but now it's exceedingly more difficult to stealth when you're, you know, right near the thing. Got it. <laughs> Um, and how many more floors above us are there? Uh, Necrosaro lets you know that, uh, there are, th uh, the top floor is three floors up. So there's two more floors and then the top floor. All right. All right. Um, well, we can always try running up the stairs if things start getting dicey. Yeah. If we needed to. Okay. I guess you want to attack this thing? And start with our surprise round, I guess. While well, we have the have the chance to jump jump let's, it. Let's do that. And see what we can do. Roll initiative. Uh, natural twenty. Eighteen. I. Uh, wow. I. Uh, uh, Thucydides was going to go first, but I. Uh, uh, 
you got a natural 20 there. So Ophelia. And then Thucydides. And what you get out of Jean-Claude? 18. Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. And then the Skeletal Dragon. Ophelia, it is your turn. All right. I am going to test the waters with a, with a fire bolt. I want to see Absolutely. how that goes. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, 17 is a hit. Okay. And that is 13 damage. And then I want to pull up my shield and... Uh, maybe maybe spread out the room, like try to go like around towards where we need to go. Sure. So you start uh, uh, looping around the the stairs. You get about thirty feet around. Uh, there's probably about like thirty more feet to go. Okay. Uh, you no longer have line of sight on the dragon currently. Okay. Uh, Thucydides' turn. I. Uh, He's gonna huck a flask of acid, or uh, the uh, the uh, vial of a or uh, uh, the vial of oil that you gave him at the thing. He heaves the oil at it, and that's his turn. Uh, hopefully, that can catch on fire, uh, or he can set it on fire the next turn. Uh, he Is he staying put? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, he uh, he moves uh, about like fifteen feet out and takes uh, ugh, has no defensive uh, uh, stance to be able to take. Uh, that's his turn, fifteen feet away. Uh, he moves like uh, uh, opposite of where uh, Ophelia went, so he went more towards like the edge of the room. Okay, Jean Claude, it's your turn. I'm going to do. All right, I'm going to do Fist of Unbroken Air. So it's got to make a strength saving throw of 13 or better. Fails. Woo. That's six that on the really, dice. That is really surprising. Okay. So that is... Uh, uh, that is 17 damage. And... It's 17 damage, and it uh, is flown 20 feet away, and it's knocked prone. I the the skeletal dragon goes flying and uh, lands near the edge of the the room, and uh, hits the ground hard. Okay. Um. So now that it's prone, what does that mean? I don't remember exactly. Uh, ranged attacks have disadvantage while it's prone, uh, though melee attacks have advantage. Okay. And it's now farther away from us, or is it closer to Ophelia? Uh, well, you hit it from the stairs. You didn't move up or anything, right? Right. So it's, uh, pushed, uh, I, I would say kind of in more of the direction of the stairs, but still on an angle away to the, the back wall or okay. where the wall would be, where the, right. the tower ends. I'm also going to move toward where Ophelia is. Sure, you advance in that direction. Yes. Uh, it's turn. 
Uh, it doesn't get a turn. It's surprised. Ophelia, it's your turn. All right. So if I do a firebolt, I have disadvantage. Yeah, ranged uh, ranged attacks specifically, not necessarily saving throw uh, spells, but ranged attacks would. Okay. Well, then I'll try. Um. Hmm. Mm. Is it, is it still in the oil? Uh, yeah, the oil was, it, like, it hit the, uh, it, the oil wasn't on the ground so much as it was over the, the skeletal dragon. Can I, as a bonus action, just do a perception check to see what kind of damage I'm gonna, or, like, I guess what other things I might set on fire with a fireball? <laughs> uh, it's a stone tower, uh, so even at a quick glance, you see that there's really nothing that would catch on fire. I can, um, just create fire. Using my elemental attunement, I can just create, I can snap a fire on. I think uh, 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 Ophelia is more concerned if she launches a fireball, if it'll like spread fire to the tower or something. Right. Oh, um, I thought you meant if you wanted to light the oil on fire. Well, yeah, well I mean, I'm assuming that I'm, yeah, I'm assuming the fireball is going to light the fire, the oil on fire. Oh, okay. But. Uh, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't anything around, no, alcohol ingredients or something. No, yeah, that was going to blow us up. Okay, so then I'm going to launch a fireball at it. It has to make a dexterity saving throw. Sure, so uh, you, jump, uh, you jump out around the corner of the, the pillar to get line of sight? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it has to make a uh, save of 14? Yeah. Fails. Okay, so 8d6. Oh, boy. Fireball's big. And then does the oil make it additional damage? I'll be rolling that on my end. Uh, it'll be taking uh, uh, damage each turn, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, that was 1, 2, 3, four, five, 6. Oh, that was only 6, sorry. Uh, I was like, that seems low. Uh, 34 damage. Fireball explodes, and uh, and it stays on fire with that oil. Uh, and uh, you guys can see in the the smoldering kind of like you know, uh, kind of smear on the uh, concrete that the skeletal dragon continues to move in the fire. Thucydides' turn. <laughs> Thucydides uh, takes a defensive stance uh, as he's now kind of separated away from you guys and is the closest thing, you know, to this. He moves 30 feet in your direction because he doesn't want to be that far away, uh, but he's in a defensive stance. Uh, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, it's your turn. Okay, so if I hit this thing, am I going to get fire damage? Not necessarily, no. Okay. All right, so... Okay, so it's still prone, right? It is. All right, so my ranged attack isn't going to do very well. So I really got to just go up and punch this thing. Uh, yeah, if you want to <laughs> do, uh, if you want to get advantage on it, absolutely. Okay. Um, and then I can do my. So if I can, I can attack twice, and then run away. Or does it? Oh, it's prone. Would it still have um, attack of advantage? Like if I if I did my three attacks. 
it would have disadvantage, but it would have an attack of opportunity. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm going to do two attacks. We'll start with that. Sure. So I'm going to run up and I'm going to punch it. Absolutely. That is a 16. Uh, that's a hit. And a 17. That's a hit. And that is... Uh, 15 damage. You punch it twice, and its skull is cracking, but it's still moving. Okay. I'm going to use one of my key points and disengage from it. Sure. You back off, uh, and uh, uh, from where you were, you have, like, an additional, what, like, 20 feet of movement, basically? Yeah, basically. So you back off, like, 20 feet? Yeah, I back off. Sure. Uh, you're now about the same distance from it as Thucydides is. All right. It's turn. It stands up. And it reels forward. Uh, and uh, it goes to uh, claw at one of you. Uh, roll a d20 for me uh, there, uh, Jean-Claude. That is a six. Ooh. 13 for Thucydides, so it goes to hit you. Uh, and it gets a uh, 16 versus your AC. That's a hit, right? Yeah, 16. Uh, you take 9 damage as it claws into you. Okay. Uh, that's its turn. Ophelia, it's your turn. Uh, can I make a perception or some sort of check to see how, how damaged I think this thing is. Yeah, uh, make a perception check. Uh, that is a 15. With a 15, uh, it's hard to tell because it's undead, uh, but I mean you, you've you definitely doled out a beating. You launched a fireball at it. Uh, its skull is cracking from Jean-Claude's fists. Uh, you wouldn't think that it has that much more health to it. Alright, then I'm gonna... I'm going to try just a firebolt. Sure. And that is a 25. That's it. Uh, 16 damage. With 16 damage, uh, your firebolt slams into the thing, and it starts falling to pieces. Bones hit the uh, the ground, and I... I and you see sort of this spectral image of, of like an amalgamation of dragons sort of silently roar and then fade away into nothingness. Hey, that's a, that's a pretty cool cool win in our book, right? Thucydides, well, that's a lot of fire. Thucydides is sweating buckets and he goes, ah, yeah, I'd say so. Pretty great, huh? All right. All right, let's take, I want to take a look around this floor, see if there's anything there. Sure. Uh, there's a few rolls on the table. Uh, there's investigation, there's medicine, and there's arcana. I'll do investigation. Uh, I'll take arcana. Thucydides uh, uh, will do medicine. 21. 17. With a 21, uh, you sift around through the, the, the debris of the skeletal dragon and you find that uh, it looks like uh, uh, attached to some of the bones. Like, uh, it looks like they were inlaid with gems. 
uh, and you're able to pry them out, uh, and you obtain uh, what's, what is essentially 50 gold worth of gems. Cool. Uh, Thucydides analyzes the bones, and he lets you know that they're mostly young dragon's bones, uh, no, not very old dragon bones used, uh, which he can explain more if you're curious. Yes, please. Uh, Thucydides says, well, as uh, dragons age, uh, they become more powerful. Uh, the older a dragon is, the, the more powerful it is. And so these were fairly young and comparatively to us, they're more powerful. But uh, on their own, yeah, they're compared to dragons, not so much. They're, they're less powerful. So do you think they were picked for this because they were weaker? Uh, he says, I, from what I can tell, uh, it looks like they didn't meet a violent end from the bones at least, uh, I would imagine that maybe they died on, you know, naturally somehow. I don't know. You think it was just maybe this place affecting them? Maybe. Uh, it could just be magic. I, I have no idea for sure. Uh, and then uh, Arcana, what did you get, uh, uh, Ophelia? 17. With the 17, you do see that there are a lot of uh, arcane runes in Draconic, uh, around on the ground. Uh, does anyone speak Draconic? Aside from Thucydides? Uh, yes, it looks like they are uh, wards. Uh, not wards, I'm sorry. Uh, they're arcane runes uh, that are in Draconic, and it looks like they uh, uh, like augment dragon energy. Uh, you think that it must have been something botulism was experimenting with long, long ago. Because they're etched into the stone floor. Does it look like it would help a dragonborn? No, a it, it's dra uh, dragon in particular. Uh, you don't think Thucydides is affected by these. Well, I don't see anything else here. Are we heading up? Yeah, let's uh, head up the stairs. Do we hear anything upstairs at all? Perception checks. That's not good. 14. That is a 11. With an 11, you listen and you don't hear anything. I uh, And you had a 15, Ophelia? 14. 14. You listen and you don't hear anything. Thucydides listens as well. And Thucydides says, he goes, ah, I mean, it must have been nothing. I, I thought I almost heard something, but I couldn't place what it was. Can I ask oh, Necro, Necro face what he hears? Necrosaro, yeah. Uh, Necrosaro slowly chimes in. And he says, advancing in this tower is more taxing on my ability. I'll not be able to intervene as much as I had before. But I do not hear anything with your ears. Oh, great. Thank you for that. He doesn't respond. Of course not. All right. Well, we should still be careful. So let's stealth our way. Stealth our way up. All right. Oh, that's unnatural. Uh, un unnatural twenty. Eighteen. I uh, fifteen for Thucydides. Uh, you guys are all being fairly quiet. I. Uh, you guys uh, uh, head up the stairs. And you guys arrive at what looks to be a, a library. 
you see a large large sets of books uh walls are now once again lining the 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 tower uh and you guys see you know just sort of this maze of books but uh uh you don't really see or hear anything uh and from where you're at at the entryway into or the staircase into here uh you don't necessarily see the staircase up but it's presumably maybe on the other side of the chamber you're not sure Okay, uh, I don't see or hear anything up here right now. Uh, can we take a look like, at perception check now that we're up here? Yeah, you sure can. Uh, 18. Uh, 14. Uh, you had an 18, uh, uh, Ophelia? Correct. You hear, uh, it's very soft, but you hear a soft splotching noise. Sounds wet. Ugh. I let them know. Thucydides. We should probably sneak our way through. Yeah, Thucydides is like, yeah, that's for the best. Okay. So let's uh, stealth our way to the door, to the wherever the staircase is. Is that what we want to do? Is that what we're trying to do? Yeah, let's do. Let's try that. Okay. So you guys, I uh, make stealth checks. It's not as good. Uh, 16. Mm. No. No! No! Oh, boy. Uh, Jean-Claude! Yeah, I'm here. That's the second critical fail of today's recording session, right? Yes, yes it is. Wonderful. I... Well, I have good news and bad news. The good news is, is you found out what was making that noise. The bad news is, is you walk right into a gelatinous cube. Oh, shit. I don't know what that is, but it's bad. You walk into, like, it. it's weird. You're As you're walking, you're creeping around, you're not paying much attention, and it seems like everything around you kind of becomes weirdly warbled, and you take a step into what feels like jelly. Jelly that burns. I, everyone roll initiative. Uh, 16. Five. I got a five. What is, what five. is happening to you? I don't know, but I just got a five and it's bad. <laughs> you got a five and you're living in jelly. Yes. And that's a five with a plus three to my initiative, which Ooh. tells you how bad it was. Ooh. How bad it could have been. Oh. Uh, so let's see. Uh, uh, let's see next is and then Sean Claude Pierre Paul wonderful I stop saying wonderful wonderful Uh, anyway I surprise round the gelatinous cube it starts digesting you Uh, you take uh, four damage acid Awesome. I don't have a say in the matter. I can't just say, like, no, don't digest me, please. As you go to say that and try to convince it not to digest you, uh, your lungs essentially fill with gelatinous cube. Uh, So, no. Uh, Ophelia, it is your turn. Uh, So, let me explain what you're seeing here. Uh, It's about 10 feet between you and each bookcase beside you. 
And uh, filling that 10 feet space is this 10 by 10 big blob of jelly that is honestly kind of hard to see because it's translucent. You wouldn't know that it's there unless you were really looking for it. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, Thucydides is behind you, and this thing is, like, right in front of you. It's within five feet. Oh, so if I back off, it's going to get an attack of opportunity. It. You're not sure how uh, attacks work with this thing, but yeah. Okay. Um, well... I'm going to I'm going to grab my shield and try to back off this thing and hope for the best. Sure. Uh, so you pull out your shield and you're just backing off. I'm going to well, I'm going to I'm going to I want to attack, but I want to back off first. Absolutely. Uh, it goes to attack you. A uh, 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 like a pseudopod of, of like slime reaches out and slaps at you. What's your AC? Uh, 17. 20. Uh, Ouch. Yeah, I got a 16 on the dice. Uh, and it does six acid damage to you. That is unfortunate. But it has now used up his reaction, and uh, it's uh, your turn. Okay, so now I'm, I want to back off as far as I can. So how far away am I from it now? Uh, well, you can move 30 feet, uh, though I will say 20 feet puts your back against the bookcase. You'd have to move to, like, the left or right to get around, and, and but then you'd lose line of sight. All right, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to back up the the 20 feet then, and I'll, I'll deal. Can I move again after I attack? You sure can. Okay, so I'm going to hit it with, I'm going to try just a firebolt. Go right ahead. Don't critically fail. Mm-hmm. That would be bad. Uh, that is a 16. That's it. Nine. Ooh, that's a 16 damage. All right. Uh, and then I'm going to try to duck by the next to the bookcase. Sure, you duck behind a Behind the bookcase. I... Oh, let's see here. I... It is the cube's turn. I. Uh, you take three S of damage uh, while you're inside of it there, Jean-Claude. Uh, oh, me? Yeah, you. Uh, oh, great. And it rolls up and tries to uh, engulf Thucydides. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you open your eyes while you're inside of the, uh, the thing. Uh, Jean-Claude, and you realize that now Thucydides is inside of the gelatinous cube. Is this like a bear situation? Like, if I push him and I can run faster, I'll get away? Considering this thing engulfed the both of you with relative ease, you don't think that that's a, it's a bear situation. You think it's a bear situation if the bear was made of jelly. Uh, like a gummy bear? I like gummy bears. Who doesn't? Uh, Thucydides takes some damage. It's the last thing Thucydides needs. All right. Uh, Jean... uh, No, Thucydides' turn. Thucydides attempts to escape. And he does. He pulls himself out of the the acid uh, and uh, attempts to run away, though uh, because he's, you know... 
running out of its zone and gets an attack of opportunity and gets struck by the uh, the thing for some more damage. Oh boy. Uh, Thucydides bolts around the uh, the corner, uh, around the like the bookcase, uh, uh, and looks to you, uh, uh, Ophelia, and he's like, "What the shit? Are you, how are you hanging in there? Not goddamn great." Uh, Jean Claude, it's your turn. If you would like to get out of this thing, and I imagine you do, uh, you can either make an athletics check or a uh, acrobatics check in order to escape out of it. Oh, it's going to be an acrobatics check. Okay. It's a standard action. Go right ahead. That is a 15. With a 15, you pull yourself out, and uh, uh, and you're now free of the thing. Sweet. Um, uh, so I'm free of it. You're now adjacent I... to it. Okay. So if I move, how fast is this thing? You're not sure. Uh, it it got up into Thucydides' space, moved about, like, you know, 10 feet, uh, roughly, and then engulfed him. Uh, but that's where it ended. You're not sure if it's faster than that or not. Okay, how, f- how far away is uh, Ophelia from this thing and, 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 and Thucydides? About 20 feet each. Okay, and they're on the other side of it at this point? Well, no, they uh, they had run away from it and then around the corner, so they're essentially, their backs are like to bookcases. Uh, almost think of it like a T-junction, and they're, oh, so they're on trapped. either side. So we got to destroy this thing in order for us to get through. I mean, like, feasibly, you might be able to get through the, the, the labyrinth of bookcases and stuff, uh, but at the very least, it, you would have to start really booking because this thing is going to keep moving after you. Okay. So you're adjacent to it. You have uh, no standard action left. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to... All right, I'm just going to... I'm going to back up and get to where Ophelia and Thucydides is. Sure. You, uh, Thucydides uh, took the path, uh, if you're looking in their direction. He went to the left, and uh, Ophelia went to the right. Uh, they're about, like, you know, 10 feet away from each other. Uh, but both are 20 feet away from you. What one do you want to go to? I'll, I'll go to Thucydides. Sure. You jump to Thucydides. Uh, anything else you want to do? Mm, can I... Do we know if these things are... F- Wait, did you launch a fireball at it, Ophelia? I did. Did it burn? I mean, it did damage. I don't think it set it on fire. Not right. on fire, no. But it did take damage. Okay. Um, I'm good, I guess. Okay. Uh, Ophelia, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to peer out from behind the bookcase, and I'm going to go with a scorching ray on this. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, 25. That's a hit. Uh, 18. Also a hit. And 16. Also a hit. Sweet. Scorch this MFR. It'd be 66 altogether. 66 damage? No, 6D6. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> oh, 6D6. Oh. Is it too late to go with 66? Yes. Ah, crap. And. 
22 and 23. 23 damage. Holes blast into the gelatinous cube. It wiggles and it starts to move. Uh, Ophelia, anything else you wanted to do on your turn? Uh, I'm going to duck back into the bookcase. So move further away? Yeah, yeah. Basically back to where I was. Sure. Uh, Wait, back to where you were? Back to so I did I jumped out from the bookcase and then I want to go back behind it. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I'm sorry. I, I thought you meant like back where you started, like where like I was like you want to go inside that thing? I ain't gonna stop you. Uh, no, I want to get in his face, have a conversation. Sure, absolutely. I uh, the cube's turn. The cube slides forward, and it gets to the junction. And both of you are about, like, a few feet away from it. Uh, Thucydides and... Uh, well, I tell you what. Uh, Jean-Claude and Ophelia roll, and we see what direction it goes into. Fourteen. Ted! Uh, it tries to engulf Jean-Claude. Of course it does. And with a 19 on the dice... No, it's got me. With Thucydides next to you, the both of you are engulfed. Great. Great. Awesome. Thucydides isn't too keen on this either. Uh, Both of you take uh, two damage. Uh, It is now uh, Thucydides' turn. He tries to escape. (laughs) Oh, and fails miserably. He's still stuck inside it. He struggles and take some damage for his efforts. Uh, Jean-Claude, it's your turn. Acrobatics to get out? Please do. That is a 23. Uh, you succeed. Uh, you Do you want to slide out in the direction of Ophelia or the opposite direction? Ophelia. You slide out towards Ophelia. Uh, do you want to uh, stay within melee range of this thing, or do you want to uh, get away and risk an opportunity attack? So I've already this, that was a standard action to get out, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going to. <clears throat> if you have a bonus action oh, that lets you attack, you could do that. Do I, I have two attacks? Uh, well, if you take a standard action to attack, you get two attacks. You don't oh, get a I second gotcha. attack for, like, free, essentially. Though you do have a bonus action left, I think that uh, does allow you attack if you, like, what, use a key point or something? Yeah, no, I don't have to use a key point. I can just attack with a bonus action, an unarmed strike. Oh, if you want, feel free. Um, yeah, let me do that, and then I'm going to back up. So, sure. Yeah. So let me hit it first. Punch it with my... Big dumb fist. Oh, you know, that's just a uh, 14. That's a hit. Oh, great. That's something. For 10 damage. You throw your fist into the thing and pull Thucydides out. And as you do so, all of the slimy acid just melts into the ground and just sort of like rots away. Did I just punch this thing to death? It had one HP left. (laughs) 
look at that. That's, that's how you do it. I was fighting it from the inside, and then I came out, and it was like, no, don't hit me again. And then I hit it again, and then it was like, I'm dead. What did it that's taste like? Thucydides coughs Burning. up. Yeah, Thucydides coughs up the acid uh, gelatin. He's like, terrible. Well, so just for the record, uh, I, w- I am currently possessed by a demon, and then a cube just possessed me. That's a lot going on right there. Necrosaro says, demon I'm not. Whatever, you're still along for the ride. Uh, at this point, you guys have slain the this gelatinous cube that was sloshing around in the library. If you want, you have access to the library. Uh, Thucydides does say, uh, I wouldn't mind a short rest, honestly. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, maybe take, uh, take an hour. Let me. I want to sift through the remains of this cube and see if it swallowed anything cool. Sure, absolutely. Investigation check. That is a uh, fourteen. With a fourteen, you look through and uh, you find uh, a few like bones that had been inside of it from whatever it had eaten. I uh, see. Aside from that, uh, it looks like the uh, somebody that was eaten before did have some gold on them. You find uh, three pieces of gold. Nothing crazy. Okay, we're taking a short rest. Is that what we said? Yeah, you said it. Yeah, we probably should. All right. So give me this thing. <laughs> Thucydides is as full as he can be. Yeah. My hit dice did not serve me well. My one remaining hit die. I... Necrosaro asks, he says, Well, I'm already inside of you, so it doesn't hurt. I can always tell you where that treasure is now. Which treasure? The one I promised you for bringing me to the top of the tower. All right. Where is it at, my friend? Is it in this room, or is it one floor up? Yeah, he lets you know that uh, uh, there's a certain book you can pull, and it'll open a a hidden passage. Okay, let's pull the book. Absolutely. You guys pull the book, and you guys find a couple of magic items. You guys find a plus one Wand of the War Mage. And you also find a uh, 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 a magical bracelet. Uh, it gives you plus one to attack and damage uh, with unarmed strikes. Whew. I like that. Uh, and for your uh, just for your knowledge, there, uh, uh, Ophelia, the wand of the war mage. It's plus one to spell attack, uh, and uh, not to damage, but it's also a plus one to your spell save DC. They both require attunement, which would take the hour. Okay. Have they, I mean, have we identified them yet? Yeah. You've not. A Necrosaro guarantees you that they are not cursed, but you can check them as well. Okay. I believe him. Can I roll insight on him telling us that they are cursed? Okay. 
Uh, 17. Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. Uh, he seems to have a pretty good knowledge of magical type stuff. And in this case, this is gear that he had left in his tower that was never discovered. Well, I do have... I can only identify one, though, right? One at if a I time used... per casting. Okay. But if I ritual cast it, that doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah. Okay, so can I can I ritual cast? Sure. Yeah, you, you find uh, that they are, as I described, they are not cursed. Cool. All right, then I'm going to tune that. Yes, as am I. I kind of figured as much. Mm-hmm. And I got a sweet bracelet. Oh, it's like a best friend's bracelet, except it's just me. Uh, it's less a best friend's bracelet, and it's more like little tiny skulls along your uh, wrist. Okay, whatever. I can be friends with skulls. I mean, you're friends with a ghost right now. It you know, stands to reason. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> so does that uh, plus one to spell attack, does that affect both my uh, wizard spell and cleric spells? It would. Okay. I only have the one wizard spell, but I just wanted to make sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. I-, I love how now with this bracelet, I hit harder than I do with any weapon that I have. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's monks for you. Yeah. Did you guys want to advance in the tower? Uh, do we do we do we finish investigating the room for books and things? Ah, uh, now that's another matter. Uh, you guys, is there anything you want to look up? Necrosaro lets you know that uh, this is a library of. Necro, uh, necromancy books, uh, magical tomes, uh, some history books. If there's a certain subject you're looking for, he might have it in here. Um, uh, I wonder if there's anything about that our, uh, the pauldrons we're looking for. Maybe. Do you guys want to try to find anything on the, uh, the armor? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and make a history check, the both of you. Uh, 19. Um, 10. With a 10 and a 19, you look around and you don't find anything related to the, the pauldrons that you can find. Okay. So the book, so, so the library that's here is, it's an older library, right? Uh-huh. So it wouldn't have anything in here about like Juliana Blightcaller. Uh, not likely, no. No, okay. I wish we knew more about that case to even begin looking things up. I don't know. I, know. I don't really know how we begin looking up magic case that possesses people you have no idea um, well presumably it's not the case that's possessing it it's what's in the case and we have no idea what's in the case i think i want should we tell necrosar about the case and see if he has any ideas yeah i suppose we can he's in my mind right now oh, so i guess he would already know all right so he, I mean, he only knows what you guys are currently talking about. He doesn't have privy to like your in like your deepest knowledges and and memories and secrets or anything. Oh, well, uh, do you want to ask him? Let's ask him about it. Let's ask him. Yeah. Necrosaro looks over the case and he says it's been magically protected. Even if I obtain the source of power at the top of this tower, I don't know that I could break that. Damn, that shit's strong. This is All right. Indeed. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was out of character. Uh, Dem, that shit's strong. <laughs> indeed. Uh, um. Okay. Do we have anything else we want to look up? 
I don't think so. I can't think that there's anything that we're going to find. Not no. if all these things are at least 50 years old. Yeah. I say well, we head back up. Yeah, I guess let's head back up. Absolutely. So you guys are heading upstairs? Yes, we should probably stealth, though. Wow. Yes. Go ahead and stealth. Uh, 18. Natural 20. Wow. Uh, you guys creep up the stairs. Uh, and you arrive in uh, what looks to be like almost like wreckage. It's, it's you know, it looks like this room has been ripped apart. Uh, or this chamber, I should say. It looks like there were a lot of individual small rooms on this floor. Uh, but they've since been shattered to pieces and they're nothing but rubble mostly. And amidst the rubble, you guys see what looks to be uh, a uh, another one of the whites, but this one is like the size of an ogre. It's enormous. And it's carrying a big, giant, great axe, uh, and it's right big, meaty paws uh, glowing with uh, uh, that same dark energy that the whites from earlier did. And you guys see uh, a horrifying-looking ogre, and... As it's, you know, sort of fumbling around and looking, uh, you hear uh, uh, it just muttering the phrase, curse, curse, over and over. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.